everyone's a critic. <laughs> I couldn't figure out the headphones. <laughs> she can figure out how to put on monitor headphones. They're like Epic Gamer headphones. I have a Switch, and, bro, and, you're and I what? started this year. She literally put them on Indie before girl. we started recording, like 20 minutes ago, and goes, oh, I'm going to be an Epic Gamer now. And she's like, I'm not an Epic Gamer. Show I see you. Me like you hate me, but you love me, Loki. Wanna date me? Anyway, you... welcome back to the Fox's <laughs> Den with Monica and friends. Today, I have the ultimate friend, the bestest, the bestest of best friends. Probably a blood sister sometime. Probably back if we go back in our roots. Uh, that was not corpse, by the way. Corpse is not here. Sorry, guys. Well, yeah, yeah, that impression was spot on. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> yeah, gotta... Two acting degrees later. And that's spot on. He's <laughs> spot on love. Spot on love. You just straight up, you just straight up, you fucking killing the game. Killing the game, man. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Not corpse. Hi, I'm Emily. Nice to meet you all. Emily is a theater teacher uh, in Brooklyn. Indeed, that I am. You're do- you're doing the thing. What's your target grade level right now? Uh, I teach K to fourth grade in Brooklyn, in Cobble Hill, which is a bourgeoisie neighborhood. And you're like their first theater teacher, right? Yeah, I'm the founding theater teacher at the school. So they've never had a theater program before. Moi. So I am paving the way for a... For I, w- a... I couldn't find somebody better. Thank you. Thank you. Couldn't I find somebody that. better or more kooky to do it. I'm... When I say if I could describe this outfit you're wearing right now... <laughs> It's kooky. She's got like the chunky like crop cardigan sweater. She in over those like I don't know how to explain them. Like, you know, like, the if you're Jewish, it's a schmata. If anything else, it's like like a like a tribal print sort of like uh, you buy them for like five dollars on Jamaica Avenue or Church Avenue if you're in Brooklyn. Like the like the sundresses with like the the tribal prints on them. It's like super rainbow. Yeah. No, it reminds Hard me of eye. um. It reminds me of those hippie bags that you always know that one art teacher that has the hippie bag. Bro, that's me. I'm the theater teacher with the hippie bag, dog. I have it like somewhere over here. It's got like elephants and shit on it. It's adorable. And then she's got these socks with all the phases of the moon on them. Waxing, ways, waning, full Waxing, waxing, waning, waning. Wax on, wax on. <laughs> wax on, wax off. Am I right? All of them. Like she's super decked out. Meanwhile, like I had just gotten home from work and picked her up at the train station and I was mm. like, sweats. Sweats now. Yeah, but she she did save my life with a half-melted Reese's peanut butter cup from Christmas because my blood sugar was super low, and she swooped in and saved me like the angel goddess Well, I am. I am a chunko monko, so uh, I like to have me a snack in the car for emergency. That was your emergency Christmas tree Reese's peanut butter cup that I so gracefully accepted from you on this like two days after the Ides of March. And if any of you know me, you know that the holiday edition Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, any holiday edition, Super Bowl, Christmas, Halloween, Valentine's Day, Easter. I love that shit. I, I think it is so much more top tier than the regular Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. I don't I know why they make the original. That it is like when you have the double stuffed Oreo. Yeah, it's like, why do they even make regular Oreos that? Although the regular Oreo to- kind of slaps. I'm so glad you just said that right now because I was about to say, I used to think, I used to be one of those people that are like, why do they make regular Oreos if they make double stuff Oreos? But I, I prefer the I'm cookie. starting to like the cookie more. I like the cookie more than the cream. 
oh my, are we best friends? Like, yeah. what? I like the cookie more than the cream. I've never met another person in my life that likes the cookie more than the cream. So I, I, I was not that person for a long neither. time. Me neither. I a long fuck time. with the cookie, dude. I fuck with the OG Oreo for sure. Okay. The way it just like the way it melts on my fingers when I dip it in the milk. Mm. I'm just like, oh my god! You can only leave it in there for like the specific golden ratio of time that it can be in there before the it falls into the milk. Are, the more fucked up you are, the more calculated you have that timing. <laughs> I don't know why. Before it falls directly into the milk, like the amount of times that I've been just like incredibly stoned, and I know exactly when to rip that thing oh, out. Hell yeah! To enjoy it with a little bit of peanut butter. What mm, I like to do is I like yeah. to take the top part of the cookie off. Mm, talk dirty to me, A little baby. bit of peanut butter. Tell me more. Slap it back. Mm, yeah. And then I do a slow ASMR dunk into the milk. Uh? <laughs> into <laughs> into ultra pasteurized whole milk. Oh yeah. My lactose intolerant. <laughs> Although I got you onto the oat milk, baby. Yeah, I am. I am seriously on the oat milk. On the oat milk train. Trend. But only barista blend. The barista blend is everything. Don't go shitting with that fucking, oh, like, the regular Oatly. <laughs> the regular Oatly sucks, dude. Not even gonna lie. My friend Rebecca, shout out to Rebecca at Starbucks in West Babylon, um, who went to Suffolk with me, showed me that the barista blend is the way to go. It's the vibe. I don't think she's a barista anymore, but she knew. She knows. Well, good for her. We can't all be baristas forever. I know. But she she knows. She she hooked me up with that shit. Now I know. Califia Farms is better than Oatly. Just gonna say it. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Maybe that's just because you can't find Oatly. Oh, oh my god, honey, I live in Brooklyn. We have seventy five different fucking kinds of oat milk barista blend in in Brooklyn. I I see the Oatly and I see the Califia Farms and I choose the Califia Farms. I choose it. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Brooklyn has the best oat milk gentrified brooklyn yeah gentrified oh my god i mean poor og brooklyn i don't know if any of hers left it's so bad i mean flatbush is still there but that's like all that's left like south South brooklyn still there bensonhurst spirage like all those areas are still there but no it is super unfortunate how gentrified brooklyn is becoming because of people like me It's the self awareness for me. Self awareness for me says. Oh my gosh, the way that my students constantly ask me about if I have a TikTok account. Oh my god, same. And I'm just like, I'm like Chris Crocker. Leave Brittany alone. (laughs) She's a human. I always tell them I'm just like, oh yeah, I just I listen to, I use my sisters, and they're like, oh well, what's your sisters? And I'm like, I don't know. I tell them no. I'm not going to tell you. I did show them my Nintendo Switch, though, and they lost their flipping little fourth grade minds. Oh, my gosh. When my third graders found out that I play Animal Crossing, oh, they were yeah. just like, no way. And I was like, what if I told you I've been playing Animal Crossing since 2001? <laughs> they lost it. They were like, how old are you? And I'm like, mm, not worry appropriate question. It, sweetheart. I just go, old enough. Yeah, I love when like every, <laughs> click on the PowerPoint next. <laughs> every once in a while, Emmett will walk past if he's home, and they'll be like, "Is that your husband? Is that your husband?" And I'll be like, "No, sis." If I had to take a shot every time I was asked if I have children, <laughs> we're very young teachers, by the way. For those of you that don't know us, like personally. first, second year teachers, like fresh out the gate, yeah, just trying our best to make sure that we're doing the right thing. We're still in our twenties. 
essentially. And, and a lot of teachers are not. A lot of teachers are much older. So kids aren't really used to seeing teachers that are in their 20s. Yeah. They're not used to seeing teachers that are like, you know. Yeah. And like me and some of my other colleagues that are also younger, mm-hmm. we use a lot more colloquialisms yeah. with our students. And they just are like, whoa, relatability. You know, can't, like, I can't believe it. It's like, yeah, we were born in the 90s, which I guess is a long time ago now. And, like, when you think about it, it, it is. It is. The 90s was about 30 years ago. Yeah. Emmett was born in, like, Come on, Silver Fox. Silver Fox. He's a Silver Fox. I don't even care. That's he nice. looks great with gray hair. He does, right? Like, I'm just like, a lot of a lot of men can't. We're talking about Emmett Cullen. <laughs> just dox him right now. <laughs> right now. On we're the pod. We're talking about Emmett Cullen, my partner. Uh, he... Doesn't <laughs> the entire internet Emma Cullen partner <laughs> like the vampire from Twilight, except not the vampire from Twilight. He's a real person and he lives with me in Brooklyn and he loves me very much. But anyway, he's a silver fox, so he's got like some silver fucking hair going on. I think it's super sexy. Every time he shaves his head, I cry. Me too. I tell him not to cut his hair and then he does it. Although this last haircut did look real good but before that he's he's gone to a girl that just like cuts his hair way too short and i'm like baby let it grow mom wants to see it grow let it grow so you can glow homie let it grow so you can glow homie we found some really cool stuff on the internet today what what uh, yes that's right oh my gosh the way that like emily's two glasses of wine in and i'm half of one and she remembered what we were doing today so because emily is my best friend i have to do the best friend tag with her it almost seems like a disservice to the community that is whoever the fuck listens (laughs) to uh to do that faithful audience members um also those of you who may be new listeners please keep in mind we do use foul language here um we don't go like super in depth with foul language but it's it's used so if, if you're at this point you're like wow um it's it's gonna keep this happening is a rated r podcast yeah oh my god i'm so excited for this yeah but we're gonna start off with the best friend tag okay we're gonna look at some of these questions we're gonna um, ignore that one that we just saw on there. No, yeah, we're not gonna. We're, we're not, not gonna, gonna touch get that one. Scandaloso. I'd love to get scandalous. Okay. Oh, you want me to go up to the top, the tippy tippy yeah, top? Yeah, we'll find a good one. We'll find a good one. Okay. Describe me in one word. Eccentric. Really? Hell yeah. You've got a lot of different talents, but also like caring and loving and kind. I have a lot of words. I can't. I can't just describe you in one word. I feel like if I could describe you in one word, it would probably be like, probably also eccentric. <laughs> not not necessarily eccentric as much so like just, not the word confident as much as it's just like, like just sure and very in touch and very spiritually connected mm. to yourself. Like bold. Yeah. Bold is a good word. To like when I think me. of you, I think of like a bright fuchsia. Everybody says that to me. They're like, oh my gosh, I love your energy. I love your energy. And I'm like, okay. This reminds me of like a bright fuchsia. But not like, but like a more purpley fuchsia. Like almost kind of like this that you're wearing. Mm. Yeah, it's like a bright, it's like because you know who I am. So you know like the depth beneath it, which would describe the color that I'm wearing is more like a violet. It's like a, like a violet purple, but you know like the depth of like who I am. So you're going to understand that like underneath that like bright bold fuchsia is this like cool violet color yeah you definitely have cool tones to you how would you describe well you already said that (laughs) 
<laughs> Let's ignore that one, the top one there. Let's, Let's go to better ones. Who was my high school crush? Who was your high school? Which one, Emily? Which one should we talk about? <laughs> I had two. Ryan. We talked about Ryan. I had a huge Ryan. crush on this kid, Ryan. He was so cute. He was like so pale. And then one time I got really drunk at a bar and uh, I saw him there and I told him straight. <laughs> Both of us were in relation. No, I was single. He was in a committed relationship at the time. And I straight up went up to this boy and was like, I had a huge crush on you in high school. And this is like after I lost 130 pounds. And I was like, I had a huge crush on you in high school. And he was like, oh, like, what do you respond to that? Like, how do you, how do you even respond to that when you're in like a. Sit there with your beer in hand like, uh, thanks. No. That was my that was my crush in high school, and then the other one turned out to be very gay, very gay boy. Oh, that was a painful one. We that, that was one painful. We just don't I was talk so about. in love with him. Uh, now I'm like, oh my god, I see his stuff and I cringe. I see his stuff online. on Grinder. On Grinder. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. That's it. And that's it. That's all you get. That's all you get on that one. Um, we're not talking about my high school crush. Um, because I literally had one, and that it's quite possibly was the. Well, not really, and more just the fact that it was just such a large dumpster fire. Everybody has room to be a better person, and I'm assuming that over seven years from now, there has to be a little bit of growth. Yeah, ho- hopefully. One would hope, but we don't know him, so we don't know. All right, on to a better, more interesting question for people that didn't go to high school with us. Uh, uh, who's, who's better, better at, at talking, talking to, to people? people? We're both really good at talking to people. Mm, I feel like it depends on the people. There are some times where I have to take a back seat. You think? When I'm with you sometimes, yeah. I'm very good at talking to people. Like, you're just like, like, we'll be in a room full of people, and if you know one more person than I do, you're the leader for the night. That's fine. But I'm also like, I don't, I don't feel a way where, like, if we were in a group of people that you had not met before, like, I would not feel uncomfortable, like, leaving to go to the bathroom and, like, leaving you there, because I know you can hold your own. Word. Word. You t- you, uh, there's one about weird dreams, and if I talked about Emily with weird dreams, we'd be here all day. I had a lot um, of fucking weird dreams, man. Some of these are not great. When's the last time you got pulled over? Um, I got pulled over with my sister in the car. And uh, the cop was a female. And she pulled us over and said to my sister, I saw you circling the block. Why did you circle the block three times? And my sister went, you literally just pulled up. We didn't circle the block at all. And the cop goes, don't lie to me. I have it on camera. You circled the block. And my sister okay, was so like, show me the evidence in 4K, sweetie. That's exactly what I said. I was just like, are you serious? Like she, cause we didn't, we literally had just pulled up. And so she was like, no, I saw you. I saw you circle the block. You can't lie to me. And so what do you say to an officer of the law when they're like, I saw you, you cannot lie to me. Like, yeah, it was just like disgusting. And my sister had her like, it wasn't even like a CBD pen or it wasn't even like a vape pen. It was like a one of those like air pens, you know, they have like the essential oils in them and you could like inhale them, but they're like just regular essential oils, like spearmint or whatever. She had one of those in the passenger seat and she was just remember at the time she was dating a boy who was Muslim and she was like, I just like pray to God that I'm never in the car with my partner who is Muslim when I get pulled over because I know that it will be a drastically different scenario because what it ended up happening was that that cop let us go Yeah. because she had nothing on us. Obviously we didn't do anything, but even if we didn't do anything and she was in the car with a partner who is Muslim, it's, it's rough. It's rough. It's rough. I don't think I've never been pulled over as a driver. I have been, I think the last time I was pulled over was years ago when I was upstate with a friend of mine, 
from school we were going to a convention together for music and uh he was he was just going really fast and i guess like they were like they were like oh you're going too fast and i just sat there i'm just like cool i'm really tired i was also on my period and i had not had a chance to like change myself oh god so you're in, just, like, like in six the car, hours super cranky feeling gross and he kept playing designer panda and i was just panda 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 and i'm like i'm gonna end it all i'm gonna end it all it was actually a really lovely it was a really lovely time i know you had a good time there um i kept asking him too i was just like joey i want ice cream because i was on my period and he was like no <laughs> and it was down the block he's like no it was really cold up there. Um, I only knew one Joey. It was a super Christian town too, so there's like nothing around yikes. other than praying to God. So Huge yikes. Or are there Let's any see. other good questions? You find a good one. Do you have any strange phobias? Um, I'm terrified of cockroaches. That's my biggest fear in the entire world. Yeah, you hate bugs the most. I hate bugs. Okay, but I never had a fear of planes before, and now I. Uh, over the past two years, this fear has manifested in me of planes. Yeah, I'm like very scared. When are you ever scared. on a plane? I'm not. I'm very scared of planes. Maybe it's because you just aren't on them. I think what it is, is like a very deep-rooted fear of something tragic happening to me. And then my loved ones being left being like, oh my god, what the, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Like, Not to like make a joke out of like something that's super serious, but like, yeah. Planes scare me. Do you know any phobias that I have? No. I have a deep fear of the dark no way i can't sit in pure darkness but you sleep in pure darkness don't you no i don't no you don't how are you gonna sleep tonight i leave the nightlight on in my bathroom okay that's fine so like i that, know that about you that in tight spaces like if i'm in an elevator for more than five minutes mm-hmm. i'm done <laughs> she hit the mic again sorry. every time i'm sorry i didn't she's i like, tried like, to no, steady I'm it fine. i'm fine it's cool. it's cool i don't like tight i don't like elevators either uh elevators make if me... i enter a space that i can't back out of or turn around or like spread my arms out i have a problem and i think that both of those fears like my fear of planes and your fear of the dark and fear of like not being able to spread out are all rooted in a fear of not having control yeah which is like very interesting Okay, so we're just gonna psychoanalyze each other. That's <laughs> I'm fun. not gonna psychoanalyze you. That's I'm just fun. saying that's that's what that comes from. It's like a fear of not having control because in the dark, the dark is the unknown. The dark symbolizes the unknown. Planes, you're not in control of who is like. It is what it is. Let's see. What's my favorite movie? What is your favorite movie? I know oh, you love Room good... 1408. Oh my god, I love that movie. You love that movie. My favorite movie changes as I see new movies, but like currently my favorite movie is parasite it used to be 1408 if the audience has not seen 1408 shame on you it's a it's really good it's i've gotten high several movie. times and forgotten to finish it but yes stephen king john cusack so good 1408 is such a good movie um but my favorite movie and it used to be also a clockwork orange when i was like very into film <laughs> i'm still very into film obviously parasite won best picture but like Parasite's definitely my favorite movie. I like dark, twisted psychological thrillers. What's your favorite movie? Oh, come on. Lion King. Yeah, there's <laughs> literally eight Simba pillows around I know, us. I know, I wasn't sure, I wasn't sure. Yeah, I mean, no. we. I mean, you know my favorite TV show. Oh, her favorite TV show is Steven Universe. Steven Universe is my favorite show of all time. We actually, we actually really got, like, I've gotten super into it recently. But I, what I think we're going to do is we're going to talk about it right after this break. Yeah. Sit tight. Get yourself prepared. Get yourself a full glass. Yeah. Make it happen. Make it happen. We'll go Steven Universe in a few. <laughs> <laughs> 
Give them the old razzle dazzle. Razzle dazzle. <laughs> okay, so Emily is an avid, avid super fan of Steven Universe. And I have been hesitant to start it because I didn't know if it was something that people just loved because it was gay or because it was so spectacular. Turns out it's both. <laughs> yeah, yes, it does. <laughs> so, turns out it's both. I had no idea. And I, I'm i very thankful that you showed me that show. You're the welcome. music as a musician. You're the welcome. music from that show is incredible. Rebecca Sugar, the creator of that show, really did that. And if you have any reason that you should to watch that show, it's for the music. If oh my you've God. never watched Steven Universe, or even if you're not a fan of like animated things or cartoons and you're like not into anime, you're not into any of that kind of stuff, I would recommend Steven Universe because it is it it's such a deep psychological story. Like it goes so deep into the depth of Steven's psyche and like relationships between people and and it's it's just as much like drama and relationship building and and character building as any other show that isn't that is live action that is not animated it's so beautifully done it's so beautifully written and the music in steven universe as monica was saying is so beautifully written by the creator rebecca sugar it's it's amazing it's such subtle storytelling too where they don't put it in your face that that's the goal that they're going for but you feel it you feel it like that one scene in episode four where he goes to find Greg and he's in the, he's in the ship and like the way that they edited that shot of him just in complete distress they they show some real so raw well human moments in in a show that is very but really doofy dorky moments too yeah it's like it's, it's a, a great fun show it's a fun lighthearted show until it isn't <laughs> I, she's i was on season 1 she's like uh-huh uh-huh did you get to episode blank blank yet i'm like no <laughs> She's like, okay, let me know. And also, like, if you, um, I would not recommend the show for anyone who's gone through deep trauma or parental loss. That's not a big, I mean, both, both Monica and I have gone through that, but I also <laughs> don't, but I don't know. Would you, would you recommend it to somebody who, if, I, if you're ready to see a story like that again, then yes. Yeah. Like, the reason why The Lion King is my favorite movie is because of that theme of parental loss resonates so deeply. And and me. the learning from it and, and coping with trauma. Yeah. And and I think Steven Universe, specifically Steven Universe Future, deals with coping with trauma. It also like shows you that your family doesn't have to be... Your blood relatives. Your blood relatives. People that you choose. It can just be people that you care about and your support system is made up of a number of different people. Like, just every single character in that show, big or small, were so vital. Like, I could not even picture the show without Jamie the Mailman. Dude, I mean, I feel like... I feel like my family in particular is very much so, like, like we've created our own family. Yeah. It's like me, my mom, my sister, you, Kristen, and Zach. Like, that's my, like, that's my family. Yeah. Like, when I think of, and Mark. And, like, that's, when I think of, like, my core, like, family, that's what I think of. Yeah. It's those people. And it's, like, not, like, you, Kristen, Zach, Mark. Like, th- those people are not blood-related to me, but those are the people that I would call. Yeah. You know, like, I would put any one of you guys down 
as an emergency contact before I would put like maybe some uncles or aunts that I don't talk to as much or yeah, like same here. You know what I mean? Like I would... and it's nothing personal to the uncles and no, aunts that of I'm course more related not. to. It's just when there isn't a relationship there or a desire for the relationship to be created, it it kind of loses its meaningfulness. Like, yeah, you're my blood relative, but for a lot of my family, kind of strangers. And like I take just as much accountability as you know the other half would in the fact that like I don't go out of my way right to reach out to people so why I'm not mad that people don't reach out to me either but that's just the way things are so it's I've been pretty good lately I've been I've been pretty good lately with that but I haven't but when I think of like my core like immediate family members like you are in like in that circle so it's like I don't when I think of my siblings you're in that circle right. you end yeah, exactly straight yeah. up agreed not even cousins like we are agreed you know? It's like a sibling thing. Like, organ transplant? Sure. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah, honestly. No hesitation. If you said, I need a kidney right now, and I was compatible, I would give it. A hundred percent the same. A hundred percent the same. You There's know? no... We're gonna get no deep. even thought into <laughs> I love you so it. Much. But it's Steven Universe. Like, but that's it's what Steven that Universe, show yeah, does Yeah, it you. brings it up. It brings up, like, creating your own family, and, like, what, what love is, and what, like... And how you define it. And yeah. how to navigate things yeah. that make you feel uncomfortable, and how some people don't share with you exactly how they feel, and sometimes it's okay to not know what's going on inside their head, and to just let you figure yourself out first. Yeah, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I commissioned an artist to make a painting of me, Emmett, and me, my partner, and our cat in the style of Steven Universe. That's gonna be beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, he's from Venezuela, and he was like, it's $20. And I was like, I'm going to give you 40 Yeah. <laughs> I was like, because that's what you deserve. Yeah, I'm very excited for him to make this painting of us. That's going to be incredible. Yeah, me too. Have you seen his work before? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. And he's he's made some really awesome stuff. He was in that that Steven Universe like Facebook group. Oh, my god. Yeah, and I found him from there, and I was like, I want one <laughs> for my new apartment. Please, sir. Please, sir. I want some more. Oh, my God. The fact that you remember that even more than I do. Well, that's because, like, my freshman year of high school. That was your freshman year? That was my freshman year of high school. Oh, yeah, no, I guess that makes sense. And, like, I was year. totally trying to chase the clout train of hanging out with the upperclassmen, which was you. Um, I made we you were, my... We were already friends. And then you were like, um, I'm going to make Monica my understudy for... <laughs> A role I knew nothing about. It's a, neither did I. And I, <laughs> I and was I knew, playing it. <laughs> and I knew because I knew you so well. I was like, there's no way I'm ever going to actually have to utilize this role of understudy because Emily would straight up have a limb cut off and still walk on stage. She is the type of actress where she has had a 102 fever. Now, pre-COVID, having a 102 fever <laughs> was still dangerous, but it wasn't like, oh my God, batten down the hatches. I was in the hospital. She literally will still walk out on stage full makeup hair costume <laughs> i was an ensemble member in that show i was an ensemble i was in the hospital i had the flu and i was in the hospital for like three or four days prior to opening night of pippin and in high school as a as an ensemble member this wasn't my senior year like i wasn't a lead role i was like an understudy and i was like in the ensemble and i i uh yeah i performed with like 103 people definitely not safe for the rest of the cast, for me to show up like that. I hadn't eaten. They said I could have gone into a diabetic coma because I hadn't eaten in like four days. Yeah, because you... Because I was violently throwing up because yeah. I had the flu. Whenever you get sick, you get sick. Yeah, I don't really get like casually sick. I I've get, never like, seen you have a casual sick. cold before. 
Yeah. I remember when I did, um, when I did MAME and I got sick, like right before, I'm just like, girl, there's 16 scenes in the whole show. And I'm in 14. Yeah, I was about to say. And there's 12 costume changes. At least. And the clothing was tailored to fit my body. Mm -hmm. Who was going to be able to do that? And I know I'm pretty sure, I'm like 90% sure I had an understudy, but like. Did you though? I don't know. Who even knows? I don't remember. I guess you wouldn't have been able to pick it as. But then I remember I got my period opening night. That sucks. And so I put on Spanx with all the, you know, lady Mm fixins and then my tights and then more Spanx so that nothing could possibly happen. And then my dress ripped on stage. Rip. Like fully. Like it like almost like, you know, when the Hulk like transforms into the Hulk and like the clothing shreds. Miss Noel, God bless you. She puts this dress on me. My elbow gets stuck Mm -hmm. in the armhole and it shredded the whole dress out. And my cue was in 30 seconds. Oh, Jesus. So I'm like grabbing the white fur coat. I'm like, you just make it work. You just got to make it work. However and then I had a small anxiety attack when I got back off stage. It happens. I lost my shoe during Rose's turn in Gypsy. Did I you lo- really? I lost my shoe on opening night. My shoe fell off my foot. Nice. During Rose's turn. Right before. And everything's coming up, Rose. Literally right before that. With the, the shoe said, up, no, it's the not. The shoe was like, everything's coming up. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> but I shimmied it back on with like a little sexy like shimmy shimmy of my like yeah. boobies. And the audience was like, oh, that was so cute. How quaint. How camp. And I was like, I'm going <laughs> to die. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy. You're just such a dedicated a actress. Time, my friend. That doesn't Thank mean you. that that dedication goes away. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I was. I'm not going to lie. I was. I was very dedicated. I worked very hard. Very hard. You work hard in everything that you do, though. Like you, like a director, though. When you did directing stuff, you were serious about. That. I work hard about things that I care about. So when I'm directing a project, I directed this project about. Do you remember? Like, trigger warning. Okay. It is about about um, sexual violence. Sexual violence, and I, I directed this piece, and I was very, very into it, and I had worked for hours and hours and days, and obviously rehearsed on it for a very long time but it's when it's something that i care about i will work on it relentlessly yeah but when it's something i don't care about it's really hard i'm not gonna lie it's very hard for me to like work up the motivation the motivation to work on something that i don't really care that much about but that's how i felt halfway through music school at one point and i'm sure i probably talked to you about it because it was yeah, really really fucking hard for mm-hmm. me because i just kept getting rep that i didn't want to play and it felt like my needs weren't being met properly. Mm-hmm. And I just was falling out of love with an instrument that started this journey yeah. for me. And it's it just, a shame. It felt it like I was like having like a mini break with my cello and I just didn't want to play. I didn't want to practice. I had no desire. When I did practice, I felt unsatisfied. I tried every single practice technique in the book. I remember. Um, and I just, I mean, I also had severe depression that was untreated for a really long time that did not help. And so it was, it was really rough to get back into that love, but I love teaching. Right. Of course. And And so every day I was just like, oh my gosh, the, the things I would do if I could just be in a classroom. And now that I'm in a classroom, like, look at me now. Right. It's like at that point of depression, you were not actively teaching. Like you were not in a classroom with children yet. Yeah. So you didn't, it was like all this book work, all of this practicing, rehearsing for stuff. It's like, what was any of this for? Right. And And it's it's like, so different. And like, they, they like, the way that the arts 
have this very toxic mentality of we break you down to build your character. You don't need to do that. I literally foster in my classroom that mistakes are allowed, that they are welcome, that they are encouraged. Yeah. That whatever you feel needs to be openly communicated to whoever needs to hear it. Like I literally had a student today. We were doing recorder stuff today and I know everybody thinks about general music recorders suck. Yeah, they do. Um, they're recorders. They're supposed to suck. They're to teach notation and musicianship and what it means to have a routine with an instrument before you throw them onto a more sophisticated level instrument. And so a student today was supposed to play for one of his, you know, quiz exams. And the way that I felt his anxiety as he walked up and I saw his hands shake and how he was just giving me the eyes of like, I, I want to, I want to do this for you so bad. I I can't do this. And I, and I walked up to him and I was just like, it is so fine. You play for me. After class, I was like, as long as you play for me and you feel good with me, I'm I'm more than happy to do that for you. And he was like, thank you so much. And he's nine, my poor baby. Yeah. So after Unfortunately, class, I, I brought him. I can't and, really do that. You know, after class, I, I brought him down back to the auditorium and he played it perfectly. Right, because he was just playing it for you. And I said to the class, it was a really great teachable moment for, for that room for social emotional learning where it was, you know, mm. some of us are really comfortable doing things in front of our friends. And some of us aren't because some of us are, are are scared that we may be seen as not as good as we feel about things. And it's okay to be scared. And I shared with them, I was like, Miss Fox was really scared all the time about playing in front of people and doing things that she really cared about in front of people. But eventually I was able to overcome that. So I'm going to do everything I can to help you do the same. Right. And that entire room just felt this, like you could feel this giant sigh of relief of like, Okay. And we go through breathing exercises. We do mantras before we play. I feel like... The students have to support each other, and if they don't, there's an immediate call home. Oh, yeah. I do that, too. Like... But I, it's, it's, it's... It's also... Yeah. It's different in music and theater. Yeah. Theater, it's, it's designed to be in front of an audience. So it's yeah. like music, like being a musician, you don't necessarily have to play in front of an audience. Being an actor, you have well, to. Yeah, you think about a Broadway pit musician. Like, sometimes they are... On stage, but oftentimes they're, they're under nice. stage. Yeah, and they're or by themselves. If you're in a, if you're in like the Philharmonic or a giant symphony, whoops, I burped. But <laughs> giant even symphony just like, mastering, like you're in a group. But you know? even that, even like mastering your craft as a musician does not require an audience. Whereas in a general theater class, you need an audience because that's what theater is. It's it's performing well, in front of. They're a live both audience. performing arts. They perform. In different mediums. Theater is a lot more, your entire identity is sometimes on the line because it's how well you portray this character. Meanwhile, musicianship, it's a lot more about the accuracy of the music you're playing and if it engages the listener to want to keep listening. How did we get from Steven Universe to talking about being teachers? I don't, like, that's wild. Welcome to the Fox's Den. Anything (laughs) happens here. Anything goes. She was like, so is there an agenda for the episode? I was like, no. It just it just goes. It just yeah. happens that way. Uh, but I, I'm sure that many people that are in the same fields as us, whether they are more so on the stage than we would be right now, resonate. Yeah. For sure. And if there's anybody who's who's young out there listening, first of all, I hope you got parent permission because there's some foul language. Some on foul this podcast. Some foul ass language Nasty. up in here. Nasty um, shit. But just know it's a journey and it's supposed to be a journey, but it doesn't have to be as painful as those before you. 
Yeah. You don't have to let it be painful. And don't compare yourself to other people. That's the worst. It's so hard. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. Just like know that it's ultimately not important to compare yourself to people. Yeah. And it takes a while for you to get there. But when you get there, it feels good. Energy. Conserve your energy. Protect your energy. Yeah. All right. On that note, we're going to take a quick break and we'll come right back. (laughs) (laughs) Did anybody kiss That was hot. That was sexy. See, now, when people ask me, oh, how's dating going? I'm just like, well, insert sound. (laughs) Oh, my God. I cannot wait to swipe for you. That's going to be so fun. I would like to not see it. (laughs) I would like for you to not do it. I'm still going to do it. (laughs) <laughs> not if you don't know my passcode i'll figure it out but pretty sure my face is like imprinted in your phone anyway it's not so <laughs> what we're gonna do we're gonna switch things up a little bit we're gonna switch from the the more deeper conversation we're gonna go into some buzzfeed quizzes because who doesn't love a buzzfeed quiz with these quizzes as you know from previous episodes if you would like to take this quiz yourself with us the links will be in the description of the episode so make sure you go check out the description Click the links. And while you're at it, if you can give this podcast a rating, that would be a really great opportunity for you to give it five stars because you have nothing better to do than give it five stars. And if you have the audacity to give it anything lower than five stars, why are you listening? Why are you listening? Why are you listening? Why are you listening? Period. 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 So this first quiz... It counts it down. That's really cute. Oh my god. Yes. It does count it down. That's crazy. Everyone's personality matches one type of cactus. Which one are you? The first question is, the best way to spend Friday nights? Netflix with friends, reading by myself, online shopping, stargazing, partying, or sleeping? It really depends on the weekend. Mm. I'm going to say partying. I mean, I'm usually watching RuPaul's Drag Race with people, but if I had it my way, my ass would be asleep. Mm, Saturday, Saturday's my night. That's fair. Friday is not my no, night. Friday is definitely my night. Yeah, Friday is your night. Because I get out of work and I'm like, time to party. Meanwhile, I'm like, oh, I'm working some more. It's like 8 o'clock. <laughs> and then I go to bed. Favorite type of movie? Oh. None of these for me. <laughs> really? I mean, I would say documentary, but really it's psychological thriller. Yeah. But I guess I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go documentary as a second choice. I feel like I, I want to say that this isn't my answer, but we kind of low-key know it is. It would probably be like musical or comedy. Yeah. So I'm gonna do musical because musical Favorite. movies are always a little funny. Favorite color? Yellow. Uh, none of these are here. Mine's orange. Yours is orange. I am going to pick. Go with red or yellow because that's the closest. I don't. I don't like the way either of them look. <laughs> I mean, it's not specifically that shade of the yeah, picture well, of the Buzzfeed I quiz. I'm green. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Favorite time of the day? Easy morning. Morning. Most use social media. TikTok, unfortunately. Probably YouTube for me. For me, it's definitely TikTok. Favorite genre of music? Now, this one's interesting for us. Indie. This is mine. Indie is definitely mine. I can't. Can't I love them all? Yours is probably pop. pop. Anything I can dance to. Choose an animal. (gasps) Lion. No. Kit. Lion. I chose Kit. What picture represents you best? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Aesthetic. It's like weird aesthetics. I mean, I'm going to go with like the random picture of a concert venue, I suppose. I'm going to do the one of the bar that says, this is the sign you've been looking for. Wow. (laughs) Choose a season. Autumn. Summer. Pick a flower. I feel the best in the summer. Sunflower. (gasps) Ooh. Oh my gosh. What's your sun? What's you? I mean, I buy roses. 
I every like roses week. too. Um, mm, it's got to be your flower. I love tulips too, but I chose I chose sunflower because it's like my fave. It's hard. I'm gonna pick roses. It's also my middle name. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna pick tulips. Favorite piece of they spelled punctuation wrong. It's punctuation. It's punctuation. There's a C in there. <laughs> love being punk rock. I love the way that um, English teachers really tried their hardest, and you still chose to not listen. I have to say, I love a hyphen. Okay, that's fair. I get that. You know, I love the way that you have to pause and then digest more of what I'm about to say. But also a semicolon fucks me up. I don't use... I'm going to say comma because I use commas a lot. Favorite drink? Water, hot... These are the choices. Ready? Water, hot chocolate, orange juice, anything fizzy will suit me fine. Apple juice or tea. There is no mention of a gin and tonic. There's absolutely no mention of a Moscow mule on this list. Those are our favorite drinks. That's water so whack. i'm gonna go with fizzy i like i like seltzer okay done let's see what kind of succulent we are now we're not sponsored by buzzfeed but if you do the quiz party feature with friends you get to take the quiz in real time together you don't have to be in person and it shows you the results together <gasps> we got the same one we got the same one that makes sense the golden barrel cactus introverted <laughs> who's introverted not i Fuck no baby. Fuck no baby. <laughs> I don't think so. So BuzzFeed is whack. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Imagine. So we're canceling BuzzFeed. We're canceling BuzzFeed. For BuzzFeed's calling us introverts. been canceled. We're not introverts. Okay. Total side note. While well, this is, can you, you have to click ready for the next quiz. Oh. Sorry. So while we're waiting for the transition here, when I took an educational psychology course, we did an introvert extrovert unit. And so the teacher opened up the activity. The professor opened up the t- activity that they had to, we had to come up to the board and tally with whether we were introvert or extrovert. I was the only extrovert in a room of 30 people, yikes. including the professor. That's a big yikes for them. And they were just like, <laughs> like for every them. group activity I was in, they're like, can you talk for us? And I was like, you're all literally here to be teachers. They're all in, they were all introverts. It's introverts doesn't mean that you're incapable of talking in front of a room of people it just means you don't get energy from a room of people (laughs) you get energy from yourself i took a public speaking class like an intro to public speaking class as a theater major what a joke i was like this is my literal job so the whole idea of introvert extrovert before we start this next quiz is that an extrovert gets energy from other people an introvert gets energy from themselves and being able to regenerate themselves so they find more energy in self-care activities while as you and me when we're in a room of people we're like game on game on and we're in our element we are in our element they're in their element element when they do that so this next quiz you want to give us the title on uh which inside out character are you based on the perfect meal you prepare for yourself so i picked this quiz because i have insane road rage and i said that i compared myself to angry from inside out and it just seemed very topical this morning on our morning on our morning routine call we do that every morning we FaceTime. We do, because we're both teachers and we're both up early. Pick a fruit to munch on. Avocado's a fruit? I suppose so. I would not munch on avocado without banana. anything on it. Yeah, I'm going to go banana as well. Pick a vegetable, onion, eggplant, tomato, bell pepper, carrot, eggplant. or lettuce, onion. Pick a smoothie. <gasps> mm, see, if I was like at Tropsmo, I would 100% go for the acai and blueberry i'm a big I'm pineapple loops fan pineapple's the vibe pick a sandwich grilled cheese avocado and greens chicken salad roast beef veggie chipotle chicken damn that's tight chicken salad 
I'm, I think I have to go chicken salad as well. Oh, I, man, it I was between chicken, chicken salad, salad and chipotle chicken, but I have to go chicken salad. Listen to this. Ready? Chicken salad, lettuce, tomato, red onion on a everything bagel with hot sauce, bro. Fuego. So my butthole can't handle the hot sauce, yes, but I'm here can. for everything else. It literally cannot. It can't. Listen, you the have the hemorrhoids it. are speaking for me on my behalf at I this want moment, that and they cannot. Right the fuck now. It's so good. Uh, chicken salad over tuna Maybe. salad, egg salad, potato salad. Good night. Good night. Pick a soup. My soup is not on here. They have both spicy tomato and regular tomato, and not one mention of French onion soup. And they have not one mention of autumnal squash soup. <sighs> With with pumpkin seeds and shit. So good. They have pumpkin soup, which is like close. I guess I'll go broccoli. Choose your dessert. There's a tortilla. Again, none of these desserts are like my favorite type of dessert. My favorite type of dessert would be like a cake. A cakey type thing or like a cookie type thing. The butter and scotch cake lives in my head rent free. The butter and scotch birthday cake from butter and scotch in Brooklyn. Crown Heights. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> that shit is so good. I'm I'm ordering myself one for my birthday because I got that stimmy. Ooh, Daddy Biden, give it the stimmy. Let it be known that I do not support Biden. Um, I don't not support. She also doesn't support Trump. Yeah, I don't support. <laughs> I I just don't support the current the current way our government operates. I just but. call everybody Daddy. I'm picking ice cream. <laughs> I'm gonna pick ice cream. I'm gonna pick tart because that is like a traditional Chinese egg tart, and I feel like I've choose a main course meal. You got granola bowl, ravioli, sushi, spicy shrimp stir fry. Meanwhile, the picture for it is an empty bowl. An empty bowl with maybe one loaded bit of- ramen. Loaded ramen is the move. Those there was an option of I just want more soup. Nobody says that. I love soup. What do you I mean? do too, I'm but, a no, but like, soup slut. I but will- that doesn't mean I want eight bowls. I will go no hams hamsies for soup okay let's see what inside out character we are joy (laughs) i'm disgust (laughs) got joy i got disgust uh you've got a great fashion sense and can get a little grossed out sometimes but you're a lot of fun to be around that's That's also that is precise because if i took you out for sushi you'd be like yeah i don't fuck with fish sorry um I do. I am a more positive person now than I was in previous years. So I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. All right. You ready to do one more? Oh, yes. The best one of all. You know, Mama, this is the only thing I prepare for the podcast. This is the best quiz. I'm so excited about this quiz specifically. Specifically. Oh, no. I think I did it wrong. Smurfifically. No, not Smurf. Dude, I'm just going to improv until you get the quiz up, okay? Okay, so this quiz oh, yes. so is the following. Your bubble tea order will reveal which Studio Ghibli movie you need to watch next. Now, I've always been a really big fan of Studio Ghibli. It, there's like a weird sentimental nostalgic feeling it gives me. I know you've been watching a lot of them lately. How do you feel about I, them? I love them. The artistry, the music, everything. There's not one thing I dislike. Studio Ghibli puts food on the table for my household. Yeah. (laughs) Straight up. So it says, pick a size for your bubble tea. Large. Extra large. No. Sugar level, I go 0% 50. Add-ons. Extra tapioca pearls. Extra tapioca all the time. Tea flavor. Black Black milk tea. Taro's the bomb diggity. Are you, anyone who's watching this right now? listening to this right now will agree that taro is the supreme well i'm gonna take you to a place tomorrow that makes brown sugar boba milk tea and i'm gonna order a taro no <laughs> they don't have it so period p- period poo <laughs> sorry 
song. The nasty face she just gave me, you guys. <laughs> like, the face that she gave me about this bubble tea. She's like, you're not going to be able to get the one you want. And you're going to have to get the one that I want you to get. Bitch. <laughs> okay, choose a straw color. Pink. Green. All right, got to be kawaii. Ordering anything else? Custard, tiramisu, light sandwich, or ice cream? Light sandwich. Light sandwich. I'm a savory gal. I'm not, but I've been in a savory mood. Okay. It might be the wine. Wine always makes me savory. Could be the wine. We've been drinking wine. I'm, yeah, definitely ready for something savory. <laughs> we both got spirited away. That's amazing. Because my partner makes a lot of money off that movie. Go spirited away. That movie fucking rules. That movie does rule. It's not my favorite, though. What's your favorite? Spirit away. Really? Yeah, for sure. Mine is Howl's Moving Castle. I like Howl's. I liked Howl's, but I didn't like it as much as Spirit Away. I cried. I cried watching Howl's Moving Castle. Like, that movie did it for me. Yeah. It did it for me. Like, I could not believe how beautiful a story could be told. But also, like, I haven't seen all of them. I've seen an okay chunk. Like, I would like to say, like, a fourth. Same. Same. Which is crazy that I'm not even fully deep in i mean i remember watching kiki's delivery service as soon as it came out a very niche memory that i have is when is when i was watching it it was during the day but i don't think it was a weekend and my brother had had it on and i was sitting like at a weird table in my living room we don't have tables in our living room Um, but there was a table there for some event thing that my mom was doing she used to be a pampered chef person a long time ago Mm -hmm. and i was eating a three musketeer bar and I remember that memory so specifically. Watching Kiki's Delivery Service? Yeah. Um, I watched all Studio Ghibli movies this year when I got into anime. Because I am now very into anime. And I was not beforehand. I'm so grateful. I not only... <laughs> You've done a lot single for me this year. factor of getting her into <laughs> video games. But that subsequently also led her into the world of... Anime you did like games. anime prior, though. I yeah. You just weren't deep into anime. Yeah, so I, I like dug deeper with that as you were digging deeper into video games. I was a fan of Full Metal Alchemist previously, and I was like a fan of Death Note, but I had not seen or read any Dude, other. Dude, after or episode twenty four of Death Note, I don't want to watch it. Well, after, I don't even think I watched the rest of it. Well, you mean after the showdown with L and Light? Not not to like give any spoilers. Obviously, that's gonna happen. And us like between L and Light. But you don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know what's gonna happen. And that's what you missed on Glee. That's what you missed on Glee. But yeah, that's I wouldn't. I I totally get it. I I understand. But that first part was like so to me the as like was wild. as a preteen reading that like was unbelievable. When I was first getting into psychological thrillers, like the the you smart, are the spoop the smart like background of that and just the way that they went at it so cold and calculated with all the the twists and the the plot turning and twisting i loved it and like i love that stuff but i think my heart lies in like cheesy cutesy cheeky shit i love shitty early 2000s television i love cheeky cutesy little anime I had a I friend in college that I was an RA with, Mary Ellie. I doubt that she listens to it, but if on the odd chance that she hears this episode, she could do an anime girl voice so spot on that it was like redonkulous. Redonkulous. But I love really cutesy television. And you should watch being friends with you allows me to tap into the more artistic side of myself that enjoys those things but doesn't gravitate towards them as much as I wish I did. If you like cutesy television, you should watch Haimoto Umaru-chan. That's like a really kawaii anime. 
Yeah. I've like, I like, I also watch a lot of like vulgar comedy where She's I, so have you ever seen Ebby Chu? No. Oh my God. I man. <laughs> There's like a whole like it's literally about whoops, sorry, I hit the table. It's about like a, a hamster that a girl has. And like this hamster literally looks like Cam Taro. Um, but this hamster like takes care of the house and all of these things while she's away, but like the girl just continues to make bad choices and every true just like accidentally reads her for filth all the time. Where she's like, Well yeah, isn't your boyfriend just gonna cheat on you again or something? And she's just like What's Bitch. your favorite anime ever? Ever? Ever. Tough. I don't know if I could pick one. I can. Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan's good, but it's not my favorite. Attack I really on... enjoyed that. I love Attack on Titan. I have not. People are going to come at me for this if they're continuing to watch, the... to listen to this and they're hearing me say this right now. People are going to come at me. I have not watched the, the final season of Attack on Titan because it has not been dubbed yet. And I've been watching Attack on Titan dubbed and not subbed the whole dubbed time. Dubbed in English? Yeah. I, I prefer the Japanese. A lot of people do. A lot of people do. And that's why I'm saying. I, that's I personally why feel that with that me. show. But see, now here's the thing. Like in, I'm not in the voice actor community, but I've at one point in time seen things about people in the voice acting community and known people in the voice acting community. And there's Japanese dubs that are superior, but there are also some English dubs that really like stand par in terms of television show. When I was watching this when i was watching seven deadly sins which you have to see oh my god that is a show you can't it's like a book you can't put down yeah i've been watching the illegal uploads of the japanese dub online and the japanese dub is so good but the english dub kind of stands like wait is it like originally japanese yeah and it's a netflix original you know how when they say Netflix original, they don't necessarily mean that Netflix company has created it. They yeah. take it from other companies and then they like buy the rights to it and they're yep. like, this is a Netflix original. And yet we're actually. still here. Yeah, we're still here. And now there's Paramount Plus and Peacock Plus and this Plus so and that ridiculous. Plus. And like you can straight up, fucking I got wine on my chair. Oh man. This chair that she has is so comfy too. You know what? And if Alyssa listens to this, I have to thank her. It is the Better Home and Gardens pillow chair Mm -hmm. from Walmart. We love it. In faux leather, but it's not. It's like a suede. To see it. The back support that I get from this chair. Back support. Is ridiculous. It's so comfortable. But yeah, um, I love anime, but I'm not, I don't watch as much as I want to. I know you texted me about Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer has been okay so far. It's just been okay. Right. I I wish I liked it more. Me too. I want to like it more. I'm like forcing myself to like it a little bit. I don't want to force myself to like it though. Right, me neither. And so I stopped watching it. (laughs) No, I feel like I need to like get a little bit more into it and then then it'll be Gucci gang. Yeah. But I feel like it's interesting because we have a lot in common. Yeah. between the two of us but we also TV have a lot of one of the things we also have a lot of very specific preferences that are very opposite of each other yeah like you're like true. i wear leather and i'm like i like soft pink i haven't worn leather in a very long time though my my obviously my style has changed you used your style has changed a lot you straight up dressed like a greaser girl for a while i was i was that bitch like high heels leather high jacket heels with me today not gonna lie red lip girl to go where? I don't know. Out in the pandemic. We haven't... When was the last time I wore a pair of heels? I was supposed to go to Atlantic City and I didn't go. But my trip got canceled. I bought heels for it. So I brought them with me. And I'll show them to you. And you're going to be like, damn, bitch. I'm glad you brought them because they are sexy. And you're probably going to walk around in them here and go, mm, I don't want to do that later. I want to be comfortable and drunk. They're and comfy. that's what you're going to do. I want disco fries. Yeah. So we're probably going to be going out later. 
And I think this is a good spot for us to start wrapping things up. Is there anything else you wanted to to share with us? Is there anything that you want people to know about you or any social media that they if people wanted to reach out to you, is that something you would want to share? I just feel on I just feel honored and privileged to have been on um the Fox's Den with Monica Fox and Friends. You are literally the number one homie. That's not discounting my other homies, but she is my number one homie. I love being um, the number one homie. This I'm so happy. I'm in such a good mood. I'm so glad. I can't wait to have you on again. I can't wait to talk about more things with you. More things. If you've taken anything from today's episode, I really hope it's A, be yourself. B, watch Steven Universe. Yeah, watch Steven Universe. Be yourself. And remember that sometimes bad things just happen. And we have to do our best to survive through them and allow ourselves to get to the next stage. And when you do so, you'll be so much better off for it. So... Enjoy yourselves. Make sure that you are following the Fox's Den here at Spotify. You can also find us at anchor.fm where you can find us on several podcasting platforms. You can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at official Fox's Den. Be sure to check out our special curated Spotify playlist for this episode so you can see a little bit of what our joint music taste looks like. Ooh, that's a good one. It is so fun to do that. You're going to love it. And I hope you all have a beautiful, blessed day. Enjoy. Be well. Take a breath. See you soon.